During the State of the City Address last week, Mayor Josh Morgan uh, touched upon a couple of key topics. Homelessness, public safety and transit uh, were included. All three will figure prominently in the new uh, multi-year uh, budget. When talking about transit last week, the mayor said public transit has been underfunded for decades and Paratransit service in particular must be improved. Paratransit was a a hot topic at City Hall last year over disagreements over how the LTC views its performance in this regard. Uh, So uh, paratransit will once again uh, be a a discussion point as we get into uh, budget talks uh, here in uh, the city. Jeff Preston is an accessibility advocate that joins us now. Jeff, I appreciate the time today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Do you think 2024 will be different than 2023 when it comes to paratransit service in London? Well, I, that's an, a complicated question, but I think 2024 is going to be headed in a much better direction uh, than we were headed in 2023. Uh, I think when we started 2023, it, it didn't look like there were any clear answers or any clear path forward. Uh, no one seemed to agree or necessarily know what to do about how to make the service better. But after a lot of work from a lot of people in London, uh, it looks like paratransit is actually going to finally get the love it deserves. The mayor uh, mentioned modernizing and improving paratransit service in his speech. What would you like to see the city do in that regard? Yeah, I think there's a couple things. I think, number one, we, we need to look at the logistics of paratransit. Uh, I think that at the moment there are some inefficiencies with the way that the system is operated, uh, both from the customer side but as well as the uh, actual operational side within uh, within the LTC itself. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, this is, I think, a money issue. I think that we need to resource the service far better than we are. Uh, for many, many years, the ridership has increased, w- which outstrips the amount of money that we're actually putting into the service. Uh, we're not putting as much money in as we're getting new riders. That needs to be reversed immediately. You sound a bit more optimistic. I mean, we've done uh, multiple variations of this uh, interview in the past. Do you think maybe the conversations of last year have are starting to bear fruit in terms of there being uh, some action on this? Or, or what, what, what do you think might be the, the source here for uh, some possible change? I think so. I think when we started advocating on this issue, uh, we saw this as a two-step process. Uh, step one was we needed to get the LTC to actually put in a funding request. Uh, we needed them to ask City Hall for money. That mission accomplished. The LTC did put in a request for increased service hours for paratransit. Now our, our mission shifts to City Hall, uh, which uh, has been happening over the last couple of weeks. It's going to continue today with public consultations uh, happening at City Hall, where we're hoping that a lot of people will turn up and say paratransit is a priority. This is something that we need to put money into, and hopefully City Hall will listen. You've mentioned money a couple times. Is it just a money issue? Is it more than that? I think it is more than that. I think money is the first step. Uh, money is the, the step that's going to allow us to hire more drivers, to put more vehicles on the road, and to ultimately offer more options for people when they call in to book. But as I said, there are also some logistical issues. Right now, people cannot pay using smart cards on paratransit, which is a violation of the AODA. The AODA says if you are able to use a tap card on the city bus, you must also be able to use it on paratransit. That needs to be resolved. Uh, We need an online booking system. The fact that people have to call in over and over and over again, hundreds of times at 7 a.m., three days before a ride is needed, uh, is an archaic system. It's absurd. And frankly, I don't think any other Londoner would tolerate it. And yet the disabled population have been asked to tolerate it for years. 
How does paratransit can compare to other municipalities? Do these issues exist elsewhere, or are there other examples elsewhere that we can look to import here to improve our service? Transit is, is an interesting issue because it does exist as a problem pretty much everywhere, but the types of problems tend to differ based on the community. Having said that, uh, I've heard some positive things about Peel Regent. Uh, they have been taking some really serious steps over the last 10 years to try to modernize the system, as well as to integrate it within other system, uh, systems that exist, like taxi services, like patient transfer services, like the conventional service. Um, so I think Peel Regent is one that I would probably look toward. But at the same time, a lot of cities have trouble with this. This, to me, seems like an opportunity that we should have not just a made-in-London solution, but a solution that actually could be replicated elsewhere in the province. We could actually be a leader here in accessible transportation, showing people how it is done. But that's going to take commitment. That's going to take commitment both from the folks sitting around the table at City Hall, but also the folks sitting around the table at the London Transit Commission. What would you consider to be a reasonable step forward for 2024? Well, I, you know, I would like to see a, an increase in service hours. So the London Transit Commission uh, has asked for, I believe it's approximately 20,000 additional hours uh, over the next couple of years to be added on. Uh, I, I think that that's a, a good first step. I would be looking for somewhere in the range of you know, 8 to 10% increase uh, in funding, I think, would be a good first step. Uh, and then we go from there. We need to realize that uh, this is not going to be solved this year, nor is it going to be solved next year. This is something that we're going to need to make serious investment in probably over the next decade, in part because we haven't been actively invested in it for a very long time. So now we're forced to play catch up. Ideally, what would you like to see as the, you know, the finished uh, product here for, for paratransit in London? I think that ultimately people need to be able to live their lives. They need to be able to live their lives on their term. So I think that uh, a, a functional paratransit service is one that people don't have to say no to a job because they don't know how they'll be able to get to it because there is no transit. I think a functional paratransit service is one that you're able to pick up the phone and say, hey, it's my grandma's birthday next week. I need a ride. And the answer is absolutely. We'll get you there and we're going to get you there on time. Well, we will uh, follow uh, with interest. Uh, Jeff, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. That's uh, Jeff Preston. He's an accessibility advocate. Uh, We've had him on uh, many times. And uh, budget deliberations uh, do uh, begin this week. There's a public participation meeting later today. There will be another public participation meeting in a month from now. And uh, we'll see how uh, prominently a paratransit uh, figures into uh, the budget. Uh, Transit, police are expected to be two main sources in uh, budget uh, discussions here. We'll take a break uh, when we return. More of The Morning Show with Devin Peacock on 980 CFPL.